Horse Production, Life Cycle of Horse Nutrition. We discuss when we talk about gestation, and we've talked gestation or pregnancy and other species. In cattle, we say nine months. In sheep and goats, five months. And the thing with horses, guys, is they are long-day breeders. So they breed in the spring. And so where our sheep were short-day breeders and they breed in the fall, our horses are long-day breeders. And so we start talking about thoroughbreds, um, you know, a lot of our racing horses, then they'll start the false light on them then um, oh, around Thanksgiving. And so they'll start adding timers to prolong the, the light period to try to stimulate them to come in earlier. So if we're looking there at gestation, we're actually breeding horses around, if we target maybe March 1st. A gestation length in horses is 11 months, and so that means they're going to sit and foal around February 1st. So we count 10 days forward. We have what we call foal heat in horses, and that foal heat is, that means uterine involution occurred a whole lot earlier for them. And so the thing for that is they're able to go ahead and cycle and get back in sync. Horses on an estrus cycle are 21 days. So we, we talked about sheep being 16 or 17, cattle and goats being 21, horses are also 21. So if we sit here and foal on February 1, we have a foal heat around February 10th or 11th, and then we come forward, we're looking at about March 3rd uh, for us to rebreed. And so that's going to have her foaling every single year around February 1st. Now, the other thing, too, with foal hitting the ground, uh, same as our low-maintenance versus high-maintenance and other species. Low-maintenance on it, you were talking about a 60-pound baby. Some of our high-maintenance being our thoroughbreds and our warm-blood horses that are a lot bigger and take a lot more groceries and a lot more care and attention, they may be closer to 80 pounds. Weaning in horses is typically going to be around five to six months. And so if that baby hits the ground February 1st, we're looking somewhere in there around July 4th or middle of July for that oldest baby to be maybe a little over six months. But we're looking at sitting here a little over five months, but we're looking at them around that five, six-month period to wean. Typically, weanling horses or horses at weaning are going to be about that 500 pounds. And the biggest thing that's a little different, we start talking about horse production. We talked creep feeding in cattle and whether to do it or not to do it. In sheep, it made sense because they're so small and consuming 2% of their body weight is less than one pound of feed for them for a long period of time. Flip side, young sheep are about a two-to-one conversion. For us in horses, the big reason to creep feed is for handling because they're going to be pleasure animals, recreation animals. And so the faster we can get them used to people, knowing what feed is, knowing when we're in there and around them, um, then we're kind of imprinting them and giving those, them those little basics and getting them used to us because we're going to have to handle them, put a halter on them, etc. So, weanling about on there for a horse, we're going to say we're going to wean about five months, and we should be about that same target 500 pounds uh, that we had with 
um, cattle. And the other thing is, too, the reason we're going to creep feed, or I like to creep feed right at the end on there, if nothing else for horses, is to get those foals used to you and to know what's what prior to you having to break them. So, we said anestrus, that means they're not even in cycle. They're all the way up to a long day breeders. Gestation, guys, I've seen them as short as 10 and a half months. And that's those that breed a lot later in April and May. And then I've seen them longer. Those that breed a little earlier have stretched out longer and, and you know, up into 12 months of age. We're going to use 11 months for our number here. February 1 is kind of our target date. And what the reason is, we'll, you know, some people shoot for January, but you really don't want a foal to be born December 28th. Because based on a lot of different associations, once that animal's three days older and turns into January 1, it automatically is turned into a yearling. And so we're shooting for them to be in that first January, February. Barbaro that we talked about a little bit from a laminitis standpoint was actually like a May baby. So when he ran in the Kentucky Derby, he was barely three years old when some of the others in there were three years and, and four months old. So a big difference in terms of development. 21-day estrus cycle, similar to our cattle, similar to our goats. Foal heat's going to show up 10 days after she spits out the baby or parturition. And then weaning is pretty variable. And I've seen weaning as low on some places as three months. I've seen it where they've left that foal on the mare all the way up to about eight months. And really and truly, that last three months or so, that foal's basically just eating grass and just has mom as a companion. So, components of a horse diet. Roughages, concentrates, supplements. Bottom line, you need to be close to a one-to-one. -one. So, even if you want to push them on feed, you need to have one part of that ration be roughages one part of that ration be concentrates. And so just like we've done in lab, if we're given 12 pounds of hay during the day, then we're given 12 pounds of feed. I don't have a problem if the roughages dip down to maybe a 40% a type deal, a little bit below 50-50, uh, um, and concentrates go to 60. But a lot of those concentrates and feeds we've talked about now are pelleted. And they're really low in starch, so they're not that bad of a problem. Supplements, uh, just depends. If we're cell prepping babies, by golly, we're going to give everything from some soy oil to maybe some red cell to some just multiple different things to sit here and try to get that bloom on them and that freshness on them. I like a tub. Uh, for mares particularly, um, even if we're going from weanling to yearlings, I like a tub out there. As we talked about before, I don't like a tub that has a dewormer in it. And the reason is, is because that dewormer, you know, if they don't eat enough like we've talked about, we can build up resistance to those parasites. And a lot of times, guys, that, that finbendazole, that white dewormer, uh, safeguard, um, uh, panicure, etc., that you're going to see in that tub, that's the same white dewormer that'll knock those tapeworms out. And so the reason now we have to go to a five-day power pack, double dose of Safeguard or Fembendazole, panicure type deal on it to knock those tapes out 
is because we've probably built up some resistance. So I like to supplement. The other thing I don't like in a tub also is um, molasses. And sometimes you get a horse that's just going to eat on it that has a sweet tooth. And before you know it, they're going to lick and lick and lick and lick. And so I kind of like the dry tubs, more of a cake or a powder type tub on it that, you know, just basically covers all their minerals, may have supplemental protein. But, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that for pregnant mares going through the summer. I sure don't have a problem with that either for weanlings going up to a yearling on it. So daily diet comp or dry matter consumption, um, hey, that same 2% is our base. And if we're going to get some gains, some production, some performance, uh, particularly in going from weanlings up to yearlings, then we may want to be more of a 2.5% of that body weight. And so if you look at that minimum roughage 1.0, maximum concentrate 1.5, then we're looking at a 40-60 split in terms of where we are or in terms of diet. Now, broodmare intake, you know, bottom line, if I've got decent grass, let them rip. As I start getting into late gestation, and so we're talking again our Thanksgiving, um, and sometimes, guys, if we start getting into that mid to late gestation or mid gestation in that August, September, you know, we've talked about it. A lot of our summer grasses are going dormant down here. And so we kind of have that lull from August, September, October, November um, into December before we get some ryegrass. Other thing is, too, horses are like other species. If we give them ryegrass prior to birth, we run the risk of having a big foal. And, you know, unfortunately, I've been involved in some of those where, you know, you've got arms uh, all the way up to your shoulder deep, and when it's all said and done, the vet's there, and you've got the little razor wire, and you're cutting the shoulder off, and, and you're pulling the animal out in, in pieces. And so don't put yourself in that position. And I've seen it before. And so the biggest thing, even if you have them on some ryegrass early, peel them off there for 30, 45 days before because you've got too much money invested when we start talking about it on a horse deal. Fetal foal growth. And our bottom line, if you look at that below that line there, and it says the last 280, uh, last one-third of gestation on it, and we talked in some other species. If we say P1, P2, P3, that's a first trimester, second trimester, third trimester. If you go right there to term at 340 days and 340 minus 280 is 60, if you look over at 100 pounds minus 43, that's roughly 60. So we're talking about that foal is gaining a pound per day during that last two months. We said in cattle that... that that calf is going to gain about 0.8 pounds per day in that last two months. So horses have the potential to gain a pound per day in that last two months.